Sylvester about my summer surgery. You have surgery when we get your appendix out. You got a boob job. Yep, sure did. You can't hit me. Oh, sure I can, unless you got yourself knocked up again, slut. Stop the violence. Stop it. What happened to us being a family? Oh, please. She has a family. She's a mother. Walk away and tighten up your ponytail before you get to class. Hey everybody! Hey guys! What's good? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the Pool Party, season one, episode, episode four. four. And today we actually have a special guest for you guys. Oh my god! It's such a treat. It's me. Um, what's your name? What's your name? Yeah. I'm Isaiah. I'm a 19. I go to Gro- uh, Grossmont, and that's about it. As interesting as it gets. Perfect. Um. So Isaiah, we know Isaiah from high, high school. school. We had like two classes together yeah, yeah. Something about that and then we would meet up and like whatever her name in the like during lunch oh yeah miss young's class oh yeah you were there because yeah. we would hang out in classrooms at lunch i because we were in cool. my own world i could not tell you oh same i blacked <laughs> i probably blacked out all of high school yeah. so so yeah we know him vaguely uh, but he's but our he, biggest fan. Yes, <laughs> he is the very first person besides like our family and friends to follow our accounts and like and avidly input. listen and support. Yeah, and actually though, he was not the first person to DM and say like "good job, guys." So maybe if you tried harder, yeah. you could have taken that role. Could have done this easier or earlier, but yeah. You know, I did my job. <laughs> I, I gave all my support. But yeah, so this is Isaiah. I'm not going to say your last name. No. <laughs> Privacy. Okay, so we're going to start again with our media of the week. So my media of the week this week is going to be a podcast called Queerbait. Okay. It's by two gay YouTubers who I love, and they had a different podcast called Dating Straight, but it got canceled. Oh, wait, and then, I think I know what yeah, you're talking about. And then they just brought it back, and it's under a new name now, and it's called Queerbait. And I'm so excited, so I've been listening to the three episodes that they put out this week. That's definitely my media. What about you, Isaiah? Any songs? Oh, yeah, my song. My song of the week is Keep Your Head Up by Tupac. Oh, my God, I love that song. Because (laughs) he says my name in the beginning. He does. He goes, and a little girl named Corinne. Okay. I did not know that. Neither did I. Yeah. Okay. Um... I have, uh, I think my, like, song for now is Breathe Deeper by Tame Impala, because I've been feeling like a white girl recently, and I've just been like, okay, he got us both Uh, to admit that we love Tame Impala before he made that joke, Yeah. it's okay, um, and I guess show of the week, I started Peaky Blinders, I'm not really, like, used to, like, um, binging shows, so I just, like, started that last night, what's that about? It's like, so, like, at the start, or, like, the end of the Industrial Revolution, it's, like, a bunch of, like, British gangs, and they're being, like, chased by, like, this cop from, like, a different city, and it's just, it's interesting. That sounds All right. Yeah, cool. it's, it's whatever, but, I mean... <laughs> when you were talking, I looked at Jordan like and industrial I went, Revolution. <laughs> you said oh, the Industrial yeah. Revolution. I looked at Jordan and went, Industrial uh, Revolution. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I failed fail history. <laughs> yeah. Every time. Okay. And Jordan, your turn. My media, my show, we're continuing with the, like, kid shows. Um, uh-huh. I've been watching Ned's Declassified. Oh. Soul Survival Guide. Yeah. It's great. Who's really, your favorite character? Moe's. 
That's a good Love one. Her. Mine is coconut head. Oh yeah. Hence. I got my sister dude, my, my sister cut my hair and it we like look this way. <laughs> Kind of this a little is a coconut shorter. head girl summer. Yeah. White girl coconut head summer. Yeah. Um, my song of the week is called Mr. Cadillac by Max Saturn. They have like two songs. The other okay. one is called Diamonds. It's pretty good. It's I, like a little groovy, like. Do you say Max or Mac? Max Saturn. Okay. Because I got an email today from like Spotify fan only presale for someone called Max, and I don't know who that is. So I was wondering if that's who they were talking about, but maybe not. Okay. Yeah. Social media. So, as promised last week, this week's episode is going to be all about Glee. Glee. Um, Isaiah, have you ever seen Glee? I have not. Who's Leah Michelle? No idea. Have do have you ever been to Broadway? No. Do you do you like Funny Girl? No. Do you know Fanny Bryce? No. Do you know what's the other girl's name? Who? That was Fanny before. Oh, Beanie, Beanie Feldstein. Feld- yeah. Oh, actually, I do. She was in Booksmart. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. her brother is Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. Okay, yeah. So. That's about it. We got one thing. Yeah. 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 All right. So let's get into it. Fanny Bryce was a comedian, actress, singer, just like performer in like the mid 1900s, right? Right. And she has a very specific face and like smile. So if you see a picture oh, of her, off. oh shit, Continue. we should probably start that over. It's okay. okay. It was a little loud. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't worry about yourself. Um, so she had kids, and her son-in-law wrote and produced. Funny Girl, which is a musical that only ran on Broadway one time. Like, it debuted... Wasn't it in, like, the 60s or something? Yeah, it debuted, and then it never ran again. And the main actress that they got to play Fanny Bryce, like, the lead, was Barbara Streisand. So... I just know Lee Michelle can't read. Okay. (laughs) I'll I'll pass that to you. Um, You can explain who Lee Michelle is. Okay. Um, Was Barbara Streisand. So, she killed the role basically and has forever been known as like the fanny bryce you know what i mean like they've never rerun it so no one has ever had to compare or live up to her performance Mm -hmm. so cut to now they decided to do another run of funny girl Girl on broadway in new york and they cast beanie feldstein as fanny which people were pretty happy about because she's actually jewish she's plus size and she's queer so it was kind of like a win you know what i mean like broadway headed in the right direction and everyone was pretty looking forward to it like she has a good reputation she's pretty loved so it opens and she gets horrible reviews terrible Mm -hmm. like the critics hated the show and they basically said that she couldn't sing the part people were calling him a nepotism baby saying that her dad paid for her to be there because he gave money to the show like totally like yeah just butchered her for it so beanie announces that she's leaving early i think her original like date that she was going to leave was going to be at the end of september or something like that so now who's going to play funny girl Right. Well, when they originally announced that Funny Girl was running, everyone assumed that it was going to be Leah Michelle. <laughs> Leah Michelle's an actress. Mm-hmm. I literally only know her from Glee. Yeah. Has, has she done anything else? She was in the Broadway show uh, Spring Awakening. Oh. She got nominated for Tony for it, but she didn't win. But anyways, like, her character in Glee was obsessed with Funny Girl too, and, like, always saying, don't rain on my parade. So everyone would just, like, thought she would be the part. 
because even in the show they did have a reenactment of Funny Girl where she got cast as Fanny Bryce and like and she was like in love with Barbara Streisand too yeah the whole time she was like all I can think about is New York Streisand Barbara Niata, New York, Barbara, Streisand, like, obsessed. Wow. Like, that was, like, her whole character arc in the show. Yeah. So Rachel. it was just, like, fitting that she would be it on Broadway. So yeah. now she is. But everyone's clowning on her because there's, like, this, like, meme or joke that she can't read. I don't know where that came no, from. No, that isn't why they clown on her. Well, that's, like, part of it, though. Like, yeah. one thing. So they do, they announced that she would be replacing Beanie, and everyone started freaking out because, one... Gleek dream come to life. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, this is what we've all been waiting for. (laughs) What you want. Yeah. And then, two, she has a horrible reputation in the industry. Mm -hmm. Like, super bad. She's, like, has a lot of rumors of being, like, really racist and being just Just super hard to work with. Yeah. Like, putting glass in people's stuff. Like, like bad. (laughs) Just terrorizing (laughs) everyone. Yeah. A true villain. Yeah. And so people started this joke about her, like Jordan said, that she can't read. And honestly, I saw a video on TikTok like two days ago where the whole cast from Spring Awakening got together to like re-sing a couple of the songs uh-huh. just as like a reunion. And everyone else had sheet music in front of them, except for Leah. She didn't have any <laughs> She just memorized music. it because she can't read it. <laughs> yeah. And then her and Jonathan Groff. Do you know Jonathan Groff? I think so. Yeah, he plays Kristoff in Frozen. Yeah, okay, and yeah, the yeah. king in Hamilton. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. and he's also in Glee. He plays Jesse, um, Jesse St. James. Yeah, and so him and Leah are like best friends in real life. They also did like they did Spring Awakening together. They did a segment on one of their Instagram lives where they were like reading children's Christmas books and everyone was like this has to just be like their way of showing the world that, that Leah can, can read, read. I'm like a it's a book. children's book like she what and everyone in the comments was like great job memorizing these. I know they're like she memorized the children's book or every time someone talks about her badly online they're like I'm not even scared she can't she read she can't this. read it she can't read these comments <laughs> yeah so, I want to, like, I wonder if she, like, really can't read. I don't know. And it's, know. like, really hard for her, and everyone's just clowning on her. I don't know. Yeah, like, <laughs> how would she know she can't read? <laughs> Are you going to sit there and read all the headlines to her? No. no. She probably just doesn't even know if she really can't read. But, She's yeah. She's just living her life. Yeah. So, basically, it's just, like, mixed reviews, because everyone knows that there's no one better for the part. She's going to sing it, like, mm-hmm. so well. She can well. sing very well. Yeah, she's an amazing singer, like... Honestly, I think she's the best singer on Glee. Her Mercedes Her are, like, Mercedes, right here, yeah. neck and neck. Yeah. So, everyone just has, like, conflicted feelings about it. And I think a lot of people are planning on hate-watching it. Because I have not seen anyone say That's that like, they're... oh my god, yeah, Leah Michelle! Yeah, but the tickets went up to, like... Two thousand, three thousand oh dollars in a day after they announced it. Because like this is it. just like her part. It's like her it, role. It really is, yeah. And then Jane Lynch, do you know who that is? Yeah. I know. Okay, she was on Glee too, and she announced that she would be leaving the day that Leah Michelle started. Oh my god, she did. <laughs> yeah, and Beanie said that she's leaving even earlier now because of the direction they decided to go with the show. Jeez. So it's like, yeah, big T, big T for the Broadway community. That's rough. Yeah, and it's very relevant because today we're talking about Glee. Glee. <laughs> <laughs> So since Isaiah doesn't really know about Glee, we thought we'd just give him a little synopsis, synopsis, introduction to the show. And Corinne was doing, just like thinking about things that happened in Glee that had to do with pools or potties, because it's like fitting. And apparently there's a lot. Yeah. Because there's so much that happens in Glee. 
Honestly, I'm really proud of this list because I just sat there and pulled it all from my from knowledge of the show. I did not Google anything. I just really dug in there and thought about when are they in a bathroom? When are they in the pool? Yeah. The but, only thing that I remembered was Artie rolling his wheelchair into the pool yeah. during a dance sequence. <laughs> That's a good one. We'll give you more details. Okay. Um, so first we're going to give you a summary of what the show's about since you don't know. And I got this off of Urban Dictionary because okay. I personally felt that the official it's, description of the show just was not... The Urban Dictionary one's more fitting for yeah. the show itself. It says, a musical comedy series also described as if High School Musical was punched in the stomach and had its lunch money stolen. <laughs> I would also add on drugs. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what And just, like, very, like, offensive. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the show is satire. Right. And so they basically hit every single topic, do it no justice at no. all. No. And then we move on. We don't and talk about it again. Yeah. We go to a different subject. Yeah, there's not a lot of plot continuity. No. They just drop it. Something crazy will happen, they drop it. Like, they don't care. It's no. not about that. It's about the humor. Yeah. So, yeah. Just to give you the intro so you get, like, the background of what we're going to tell you, there's this teacher at this high school, William McKinley in Ohio. His name is Will. He's the Spanish teacher. Will Schuster. Will Schuster. He's a very cringy dude. Yeah. Mm, lovely. He realizes that the current Glee Cub director has been fired because he was inappropriately touching one of the members. <laughs> and Mr. Schuster is just, like, so distraught by this. He's like, we can't let Glee, Glee Club, like, go! Yeah, because so, he was in the Glee Club when he was in high school, and he's kind of, like, living his high school daydream. Yeah, though, basically. he lives through the students and it's kind of creepy sometimes. Yeah. Um, so he goes to the principal and basically begs Figgins, who's the principal, to let him run the Glee Club, and Figgins tells him that he can if he pays the $60 a month, mm -hmm. and if the Glee Club continues to place at all their competitions. So the continuing theme throughout most of the show, until about like season five, is that they have to place at every competition. It's like really high risk. So that's how it comes about. And then he holds auditions, but his motto is that everyone who auditions gets in. So we get this group of basically, like, misfits is the idea. Yeah. And at first we only start with, like, five, but you need 12 to compete. So slowly as the show goes on, we start gaining more and more characters. Yeah. He blackmails one of the football students, Finn, by putting weed in his locker, <laughs> placing weed in his locker, and acting like he it's was... felony. It's felony, and, like, that the player was, like, trying to sell it. So he was, like... I'll let you off if you join the Glee Club. Yeah. So just blackmail him into joining the Glee Club. Yeah. So that's how we get our club. And so yeah. our main characters are Rachel, who is like the lead female. Leah singer. Michelle. Leah Michelle. Is Rachel. She is really She's, intense. Yeah. She's, she wants to be a star. Mm -hmm. She no puts a gold what. star next to her name every time she signs it. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> she wakes up every morning and goes on her treadmill. And has pictures of, like, her future in New York that yeah. she's, like, walking towards. <laughs> and she posts to her MySpace once a day to keep her fan base alive. Yeah. Like and us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so then there's Finn, the football player. There's a few other football players. I'll just go through them briefly. Puck. He is, has a weird mohawk. Yeah. Mohawk? It's, like, bald and then just, like, a thick line. Oh, yeah. wow. Mike, who's a really good dancer, but 
he doesn't sing very much, and no. his father doesn't want him to be part of Glee Club. And then we have... Who was the one who had the spider on his face? What? In the very beginning of the show. A spider on his I face? I have no idea. Was he a football player? Yeah, and he left like after like season one. But he was there, and then we have our cheerleaders. These the are Cheerios. Main characters, the Cheerios. Uh, the unholy trinity, if you will. We have Santana, badass, Brittany, queen. Yeah, our stupid little queen. Um, and Quinn. And Quinn, who's like their little leader. She is the uh, leader of the celibacy club. Oh, and that's who we club. were playing in our beginning monologue. Yeah, we were those three. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was Brittany in those lines. Yeah, yeah I was exactly. getting, and I was getting Santana. <laughs> exactly. Nice. And then we have Sue Sylvester, who is the evil cheer coach. Jay Lynch. She is, her only mission in the whole show is to take down the Glee Club. She hates it because she wants the money and the auditorium yeah. for her cheerleaders. And also she just hates Will. Yeah, so she makes some of her cheerleaders like join the Glee Club to kind of like spy on them. Right. But they yeah. end up liking it. She thinks little bugs live in his hair, and that's why she hates him so much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. That's an interesting group of characters. You yeah. just need to watch it. We're not done, actually. There's <laughs> no. Tina, who's a vampire. <laughs> what? All right. And she, she's a vampire who had a stutter, but she was faking it. Yeah. She was faking having a stutter. Yeah, yeah. so that way she wouldn't have to give presentations or talk to Which people. honestly is kind of smart. I, I hate know. giving presentations. <laughs> right? Then we have Artie, who is an absolute asshole, and he's in a wheelchair. And then, do we have anyone else? Are we missing? Someone? Kurt. Mercedes and Kurt. <laughs> Kurt is our twink. Is, he's the um, token gay boy. Yeah, but he's denying it at first. And then we have Mercedes, who, who is, is the, a, a she's the girl belter. boss. She is a girl boss. Her motto is hell to the no. She uh, protests for more tater tots in the cafeteria. That's sick. She fights for what is right. She is probably the best singer in the whole show, but they just don't give her enough yeah. songs. I Honestly, if she had more opportunity, I think she'd be more recognized as the best singer. Yeah. But because she doesn't, Rachel gets so many chances to prove she's the best. So, like, I have them neck and neck, honestly. Like, Mercedes has more range. I feel like... Uh, Rachel has better emotion and like yeah, she's better. Engaging. She's more like the Broadway like putting yeah. it out there. Yeah. Okay, so now we're gonna go through Corinne's list of all the stuff that has happened in pools and potties on Glee. So the first thing, one of the main things of season one is Miss Quinn Fabray, head of the Celebrity Club. She gets pregnant in a jacuzzi, but not. They did not have sex in a jacuzzi. That is not what happened. She was basically giving Finn a handjob in the jacuzzi. And the story that they go with is that he finished. And, and then the sperm swam, swam the jacuzzi to her inside of her. And, and that's got how she pregnant. got pregnant. So Quinn is Miss Christian Girl. She doesn't want to get rid of it. But no. she doesn't know what to do because she doesn't want to tell her parents. And Finn ends up telling his mom like pretty early and his mom basically is like, we're going to help you. We're going to do what we can. Whatever. Then Finn decides he had a change of heart. He goes to Quinn's house for dinner with her parents. And, and does a little a little number. It's Glee. You know, we sing songs. Right. <laughs> yeah. He gets up and sings. What's the name of the song? Just like, I'm having your baby. You're having my, my baby. baby. You're the woman that I love and I love what it's doing to you. Yeah. Sings that to her parents. Yeah. Without her permission. Then they kick her out of the house. Yeah. And then Quinn lives with Finn for... A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. 
But then we find out later on that Finn isn't actually the dad of the baby. It's the his guy with the best, mohawk. It's his best friend, Puck. Wow. He slept with Finn's girlfriend, and then they just lied about it for a really long time. And Rachel is actually the one who figured it out, because she's psycho and just is up in everyone's business. So she tells Quinn that she needs to go get her baby tested for some Jewish disease. And then she's like, oh, wait, just kidding. I forgot that, like, you know, you and Finn aren't Jewish. Never mind. My bad. And then she watches Quinn go freak out to Puck, like, you have some baby disease. You need to get me tested. Like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what the fuck? Because Puck is Jewish. <laughs> yeah, so that's how it comes out, that it's him. So Rachel makes up, like, a anti-Semitic thing, and that's <laughs> yeah, how yes. and they find out. Yes. It just further uh, makes her character that much greater. Because she herself wow. is Jewish. She is Jewish, <laughs> She's but also like, anti-Semitic. <laughs> yeah. Her and Puck are the only Jewish characters on the show, and they date for a little while. For, like, a few episodes. Because they realize that the other one is Jewish, and they're just like, so we're together now. Because we're both Jewish. So that's Quinn getting pregnant in the jacuzzi. Okay. Okay. The next point is, there's a scene with a school car wash, and Mercedes throws a rock through Kurt's window. Kurt is the gay one. Mm-hmm. Um, Kurt's window because he lies and says that he likes Rachel, instead of her because he wants to hide the fact that he's gay. Yeah. So he says he likes Rachel. He doesn't even actually say that. She's like, he says, I like someone else. And she says, who? And Finn is standing behind her, so he's like looking at him. And then he bends down and Rachel stands up at the same time. And she's like, Rachel? You like her? Whatever. And then she picks up the rock, throws it right through his windshield of this nice car. He had a nice car. And then she sings. She (laughs) sings hands down like the The best best number in the whole show. The Cheerios are all wearing bikini tops and and they're they're like dancing in the back. And they're like, I bust the windows out your car. (laughs) Boom, 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 boom. It's so good. And that's really early. It's like episode three or something. Because Kurt is still just like in the closet kind of. Yeah. And that has to do with hoses. They're washing the cars and it's iconic. And I think that that's the first time we get a Mercedes solo, actually. I think so. Yeah. Thoughts? Oh. <laughs> no, I like them better than uh, j- baby Jewish disease and that's hand true. Yeah, that's in the very jacuzzi. true. I think that's that's something I would watch and be like, I get it. But yeah. If you were Finn and your girlfriend came to you and said, I'm pregnant, this is how it happened, Would I feel like I would maybe be like... But also Finn is not the brightest. Yeah, he's the brightest an idiot. dude. Well, I mean, he was able to be convinced that a, ha- a handjob got Quinn pregnant, so... He was convinced that God came into his life because his grilled cheese slightly resembled Jesus. Jesus. And the episode is called Grilled, grilled Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> slightly resembled Jesus. He was yeah. like, a new man came into my life, it's Jesus Christ. Yeah. And he's just so religious for that whole episode <laughs> so because... And then Kurt's dad is dying of cancer in the same episode, and Kurt's like, I don't believe in Jesus, and Finn is like, well, you should, because... And he prays to grilled cheeses. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. Oh, Saying okay. it out loud is so much I know, funnier. it makes it so, it doesn't sound right. I don't know what I would do in Finn's position, though. That's so crazy. Because, like, I would be like, we'll just take a paternity test when it comes out, but damn, there's a lot of time between now and then. Couldn't they have done a paternity test before? But also, it's like your religiously celibate club girlfriend. Like, I wouldn't think that she's having sex yeah. with someone else. She's not having sex with me. Like... I don't he's, know. It's just like again, well, he's I'm also not. Smart. He's so smart. So, yeah. They're like fifteen too. They're young. They're like sophomores. Yeah. Even at fifteen, I don't think I was like, like a jacuzzi. <laughs> <laughs> jacuzzi is actually 
do make sperm swim faster because of like, the water temperature. Yeah, and, but I don't know about fully clothed, sitting apart. Right. Yeah, it just yeah, makes its way. I think he was just destined. Can we get, like, statistical odds on that? I know. When does that happen? Has that actually happened before? Like, can you get pregnant in a jacuzzi if someone else's sperm is already in there? I don't... You know what? We would have to look that up. Yeah. God, that's so weird. The second story, though, that's sick. That's valid. There's more. There's more to it? No, but there's more stories. Okay. We have a lot. too. Okay. The next one they're doing... Is it when Will is proposing? Yeah. Okay. So... Let's start before that. There's a synchronized swimming team that gets created at William McKinley High School. This new coach comes in, and she's, like, a three-time Olympic synchronized swimming champion, right? Yeah. She has mad beef with Sue Sylvester. She hates her because I think she thinks that she's, like, a knockoff, like, champion, and... Because Sue is, like, a three-time national cheerleading champion, Mm -hmm. and Coach Roz Washington is, like... I want your Cheerios. I want the swim team. I want the Cheerio yeah. team. Like, I want to be the coach of everything. I'm a champion. Or whatever. So she says this synchronized swimming team, and Sam, who is a character in the Glee Club later, he also leaves school briefly because his family is poor, and he goes and becomes a uh, male dancer called yeah. White Chocolate. And White for chocolate. the rest of the show, he's like, White Chocolate's <laughs> coming out. I forgot about that. <laughs> um, yeah, so he decides that he would get, like, all the ladies if he joined the synchronized swimming team because it's all girls, and then mm-hmm. he'd be, like, shirtless all the time. So he joins that, and he gets the whole Glee Club, like, in on helping Sh- Mr. Schuster propose to the guidance counselor, Emma, because he was married in the beginning of the show. But, but- her, his wife <laughs> faked a pregnancy. Or, For no. a long time. She what wasn't she actually pregnant and then no she had a hysterical pregnancy okay hysterical pregnancy and was like faking it so she bought like fake pregnant stomachs and would keep getting bigger ones and then eventually like you're gonna find out eventually when there's no baby well whose baby did she want Jordan she wanted Quinn's baby and she was gonna take the baby from her what? and that was Quinn's play and Quinn was like I never yeah. have to tell my parents or anyone because I'll just have the baby give and it give to it to Terry yeah yeah so he was married and then. After that happened, they get divorced. And then he falls in love with the guidance counselor. Um, and he wants to propose to her. So he gets the whole Glee Club synchronized swimming to just do a whole number. I don't remember what song they did. It was... It was like a pop song. It was definitely just a pop song. We fell in love in a whole Was it that place? one? Okay, yeah, definitely. It was that one. Um, so we're doing a whole synchronized swimming bit. Everyone is like jumping into the pool, doing fun things. And, like, you know, there's Artie. He's the kid in the wheelchair. He... <laughs> it's not funny, but it's just... <laughs> there's part of this scene where they're all, like, doing the thing where they, like, jump sideways into the pool, and he just wheels himself <laughs> into the pool <laughs> and, like, drowns. And the shot is so <laughs> funny. Like, he's just, like... He's like, whoa. He puts his arms up like it's a fucking roller coaster or something. They have a whole bit where they try to teach him how to walk with, like, this, like, cane thing. Yeah. And they get left on his, under his Christmas tree by Santa or something. <laughs> but really, it's Sue, because they spent the whole episode trying to tell Brittany that Santa wasn't real. But, like, then at the end, they're all like, Santa is real. Because they taught, he taught Artie how to walk. Yeah. It's a miracle. And there are several times, because the actor wasn't actually, like... Um, He's not actually handicapped. handicapped. Right. Yeah, so he just there's gets some up. scenes where he is just walking. Like he just gets up and starts dancing. Like actually, 
like, yeah. like usually just they're like, like if it's like in a dream or something yeah like he's, but like he just gets up out of his wheelchair and just yeah. starts busting a move yeah it's horrible <laughs> it's, it's great <laughs> representation it's horrible um yeah okay next one um another one that has to do with Artie he there he get people get bullied the people in the glee club get bullied yeah especially by the football players Frequently. we have our so the main things that people do to them are they slushy them start <laughs> to finish of the show they there's like this whole sequence the they're holding a slushy that it's like do, 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 and do, you do, just do, do. can only see the slushy and then it goes boom and then someone gets slushied yeah and like there's a lot of scenes where they like go in the bathrooms and they're like wiping the slushy off each other it's like notorious that the blue raspberry flavor like burns the most in your eyes yeah. and stuff I have slushy in my underwear is, like, a line yeah. a lot of people say. Yeah. So that's, like, the oh, main wow. way that they get, like, consistently yeah. bullied. The very beginning scene of season one, episode one, th- we have the whole football team throwing Kurt into the dumpster, <laughs> but he asks if he can take his designer jacket off first, and Finn says yes. So that's when we find out that Finn is, like, the good guy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, continue. So, <laughs> they're, they're bullying Artie, but instead of slushing him... They lock him into a porta potty, <laughs> and they try and tip it over. And start flipping it, and then <laughs> what even happens? And then Finn comes up and he's like, "He's like, stop it!" Yeah, he's like, "What's what's going on there?" Because so basically, the football coach was jealous that Emma, the kindness counselor, liked Will because he liked her. So he basically says, "That's it. I'm done with you, Will. All my football players need to pick between football and glee club." Now, we have this really dramatic scene where at, like, 4 o'clock on the dot, the football boys start coming in and all their girlfriends, like, run to them and they're like, I knew you'd pick it. And all of them pick Lee Club except for Finn. Finn no. picks football. So then he basically has this moment where he lets Artie out of the porter potty and he's like, I choose both. And then, like, walks away with Artie. <laughs> it's a very heroic moment. Yeah. And Artie is just in, like, we get the shot of Artie in the porter potty, and he's just, like, <laughs> he's like, like tapping on the shaking. sides, and it's, like, shaking, and he's like, oh my god, it smells so bad. It's <laughs> so, that's, that's so mean. Yeah. It's mean, but, like, it's That's pretty funny, And Puck is like, we got that wheelchair kid in here. We're gonna flip it. Like. <laughs> <laughs> it's wow. very offensive when you watch it now. Yeah. But, like, it's still funny. Yeah. I think it's more offensive to have him stand in a dream. Like just him, have him stand up. Yeah. Gets yeah. Up. Yeah. Okay, everyone be really quiet. Get some ASMR. Get really close to the microphone. I can hear it in mine. You have to do ASMR tapping. You have to do tapping. Enjoy the little ASMR moment. <laughs> yeah. So next one. There's so many. I don't know. We're already 33 minutes in, and we still have other stuff to talk about. So maybe. How many are there left? One, two, three, four, five. I Let's okay. Pick three. We Let's can pick talk about three. Puck's prostitution business. Okay, that's that's one. That's and definitely one. The crack house. Rachel sending two. someone to a crack house. And Kitty. Okay, I don't know about that one, so you can talk about that one. Okay, so you start with Puck. Okay, so Puck, the guy with the mohawk, he. Try, he starts this like pool cleaning business but like he his main incentive of it is to like have sex with milfs <laughs> yeah so he avidly like cleans pools for milfs and then has sex with them yeah so like the 
It's it goes on for seasons. Like it does. he has his that's like his post high school plans is his pool cleaning business. Yeah. And he just yeah, basically like prostitutes himself with his pool cleaning. For and then moms. he gets like a little kid assistant. The kid is like twelve. Who yeah. is that? I don't remember, but yeah, that's like his his assistant who actually cleans the pool while he while he goes and has, and sex, has with sex with the moms. With the or not the parents, the mom. Yeah. I mean he has his he has his things in order. He has his cards, yeah. right? Yeah. He knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> a man with a dream. <laughs> he's a simple man. He knows yeah. what he wants. Yeah. You really can't ask more for a man than that. <laughs> <laughs> he died face down ass up, just like any convention. <laughs> no, but he actually died. <laughs> Shit, he did die. He did. Well, I don't actually right, even you. feel bad because he died but in he... jail for child pornography. All right, never so. mind. Oh. Or, I don't know if he was in jail, but I think he was like about to like have yeah. like his case about like child pornography and then he killed himself. Hoopla. Anyways. Wow. Okay. Next one is so this is a really famous scene actually like one of the most notable storylines rachel is obviously the star of the show yeah and there's these other competing choirs one of them one of the girls from one of these choirs they convince her or she just decides to move schools to be part of the um, new directions yeah. she's much younger though she seemed like this by this point i think they're like juniors and yeah she's, probably she's like, really a, like freshman. a freshman yeah she's a young girl she's really nice her name is sunshine yeah <laughs> yeah um she's cute and she's amazing and rachel she's a really good singer she's really great and yeah. rachel's intimidated by it yeah so rachel starts doing a couple things first of all she has a sing-off with, with this her girl in the bathroom really intense they are this this close to each other and, and they're, they're singing just like telephone by lady gaga and beyonce yeah wow. <laughs> just the second it's like they are like so into it yeah. And that doesn't work to send this girl away because it we never find out who wins because Sue comes in and she's like, Hey, shut up <laughs> And so we never see a winner. So then Rachel's like, you know what, I have a better idea. And she tells Sunshine that the, the Glee Club is rehearsing somewhere new and sends her to a, a crack house. Okay. We don't know what happened to her after that. Again, they, like, do things and then just don't say anything. No, she comes back. She comes oh, back. She does. Yeah, and she's like, you sent me to a crack house. <laughs> and Rachel's like, it wasn't an active crack house. So inactive crack house. It was an inactive crack house. Yeah. Which makes it better. Yeah. Obviously. And that's how she gets rid of this girl. And, uh... And then she's just gone. Do we ever see from her again? I don't think so. No, she. They say she's gonna go join Vocal Adrenaline, which is like another the, the like good Glee club. Yeah, that's like the main one. We hear about Vocal Adrenaline again and again and yeah. again. The other ones kind of come and go. But there's this really like epic the scene at like the end of season one, I think, where Vocal Adrenaline is performing Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, and Quinn is giving birth to her baby at the same time. So Jesse is singing like the high notes of Bohemian Rhapsody, and, and she's Quinn like screaming, screaming while giving labor. birth. Wow, and it's all together. It's so good. When I first watched it, I was like, this is, like, the most amazing thing I've seen in Yeah, life. it's, like, an out-of-body experience. It's really good. So, yeah, she goes and joins that Glee Club. Yeah. Yeah. She goes to a crack house? And they don't touch on the crack house after that. They're just like, no. Oh, they They're like, just, Rachel no, sent her it. to a crack house. She comes back fine, and that's it. Yeah. She just knew... A crack house by chance. How did she just know the address of the crack house? Rachel is not afraid of anything. I wouldn't no. be surprised if she like found someone and was just like, "Do you know where, where you a crack house is? Where yeah. are you going?" She's <laughs> crazy. She yeah. All right, wow. finals. Final story that we're gonna have for you today before it's your turn to tell us a story. Oh god. <laughs> is so season four they all graduate 
and mm-hmm. we get a whole new batch of characters. So for this, all you need to know is there's Marley, who is basically the new Rachel, but she's very sweet, very kind. Mm-hmm. Her mom is the lunch lady, and her mom is overweight, and everyone makes fun of her for yeah. it. And then Kitty is like the she's, Quinn equivalent. Yeah. She's Joins like the, the popular cheerleader, popular cheerleader who has like problems with with Marley. So. They decide they're going to host a production of Grease. And Marley gets cast as Sandy, who's the lead. And um, Kitty doesn't like that. Yeah, Kitty's, Kitty gets cast as Patty Simcox. As she would put it, who the fuck is Patty Simcox, you know? <laughs> yeah. So she's pissed. So what does she do? She acts like she... This is like a, this is like a long game thing that she does yeah. to Marley. She pretends to start being Marley's friend for, like, two weeks. Then she f- takes Marley to the bathroom, tells her to shove her fingers down her throat, gets Marley to be doing this consistently. Then every night, in the middle of the night, she comes to the school, <laughs> takes in her costumes. So, so it she makes thinks them smaller. She, yeah. So that way, when Marley comes back the next day and tries them on, she they thinks she's fit. gaining weight. Oh, so oh actively gosh. trying to make her bulimic. <laughs> yeah, and it gets to the point where Marley faints on stage and, like, almost dies and has to, like, recover from an eating disorder for, like, a whole season. Yeah, just whole because season. Kitty wanted to be sandy. And Kitty doesn't admit to doing it no. until they're in an active shooting <laughs> at <laughs> <our> school. <laughs> there is a scene where there's a, a school shooter. shooting. But the school shooter episode... The shooter ends up being, um... A girl with Becky, Down syndrome. Who is a kid with Down syndrome. <laughs> oh, my God. So, we, we've gone over... That's what I'm saying. They hit everything. Every <laughs> single thing. You miss anything. So, trap housing. Yeah. Uh, f- forcing eating disorders. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Teen pregnancy. Bu- bullying of a fake paraplegic dude. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, a girl with Down syndrome shooting up a school. Uh-huh. But she didn't do it on purpose. Jacuzzi on... pregnancy. Oh, yeah. Anti-Semitism. A- yeah. Mm-hmm. All in one episode. Probably racism somewhere. No, this oh, isn't all Rachel's. in one episode. No, but I'm talking about, like, the the handjob anti-Semitic. Is that oh, one yeah. episode? Oh. These, These are, are all, no, like, throughout the show. That one's, like, three episodes apart, I think. Yeah. Oh, so it's, like, a trilogy of Yeah, so this is, up. like, the first season. The first season is bad. It really is. The whole thing is So bad. how do they resolve the act of shooting? Um, I don't it just th- kind of ends, I think. I like, think the, SWAT like team, Becky, the SWAT team comes in. Becky, like, Sue Sylvester, like, had a gun somewhere, I think. Yeah. And then Becky she was, was just, like... It, and then... Yeah. No, Becky came in with her father's gun, remember? No, I don't remember. Yes, Becky comes in with her father's gun, drops it on the floor, it fires. And oh. then Sue says it. she tries to take the blame for it because she really, like, cares for Becky because yeah. her, her older sister had Down syndrome and she recently died. So she, like, kind of takes Becky under her wing, so she... She says, I do have a gun that I keep in here. It was that. I was cleaning it and I dropped it. Yeah. But really it was it was Becky. Becky was gonna kill herself because wasn't it because Artie didn't want to be with her? I think so. The guy in the wheelchair like rejected her. <laughs> Wait, so Susie because had Susie had a gun the whole time? Sue had a gun oh, in her Sue, office yeah. the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, but like just like for protection or whatever, like she never whipped it out. It was in like a safe. They show you yeah. the safe oh, and whatever. Okay. Um, but Becky brought in the gun and Sue took the blame. Yeah, because she left uh, nudes of herself in Artie's locker, oh. and Artie did not like that. 
Oh, it's just what? Becky. It's just Becky. Oh, it's just, it's just all Becky. Speaking in her just British voice, Becky. they they give <laughs> Becky an internal dialogue of Her Majesty the Queen. It's like an elderly woman speaking in a British accent. Like so, whenever Becky is like walking around, it's like an older British woman. Like so, <laughs> yeah. So she's like schizophrenic, basically. No, there's no. Not. It's just her. It's always just bad bitch. Like a, a bad bitch with a British internal dialogue. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, good for her. I might start doing that when I <laughs> stuff. I'm like thinking like an older British woman, like so. Right. Today we're doing the podcast. Yeah, and she's just like, and all these little bitches have nothing on me. I'm the hottest bitch in this yeah. school. No one can compare. Like she's but has Becky a lot of slays. confidence. Yeah, besides she the fact that she like started like a school shooting, like yeah, <laughs> she's great. No, that's that's pretty slay. Yeah, she pretty much slays. <laughs> so I'm pretty. We're done with Glee. Okay, so now we're gonna get into today's sponsorship, which is. Don't say their full names. <laughs> Tina Louise. My mom is upset that we keep saying her name over and over again. Oh, really? So this episode is sponsored by my mom and my sister. So if you didn't know, it was recently Amazon Prime Day. And also, if you didn't notice, first of all, that's rude. But second of all, we got microphones. We did. Not one. Not two. But three. <laughs> because my sister was initially just going to buy us one mic because that's really all we needed. These work fine. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, I got you guys two so you can each have one and like all that just stuff. Just fancy. And then my mom like woke me up in the morning. I was like, oh, I got you guys a mic not knowing that my sister already bought two of them. So now we so have So these three. are the two my sister bought and that's the one my mom bought. Isaiah so we have has three the one set her mom bought and which honestly have. works out great if we have guests yeah like so. today it I'm was the perfect time so shout out to them shout out to amazon prime day shout out to jeff bezos actually what i don't know about no him. shout, shout out, out to the to, workers yeah shout out, out to the, the girl amazon who workers. makes all those jeff bezos diss tracks shout out to bo burnham and his jeff bezos song yeah jeffrey Jeffrey Bezos, CEO, Troubadour, born in 1964. Jeffrey, Jeffrey Bezos. Bo Burnham changed the world. He did. I still haven't watched like the outtakes one of I'm like. Me either. Neither have I. No, I probably won't. All right. So start wrapping up. We're each gonna give you another fun story as we like to end this episode. We did not get any specific requests last week, so no. we're just gonna freestyle this one. Any and stories about? Pools, potties, pee pee poo poo. Yeah. So, Isaiah, as our guest, you go first. Okay. All right. So, I've never, like, actually, like, pooped or peed on myself. You've never pooped? Never in your whole life. All right. All right. All right. right. (laughs) He came out as a baby. As a a baby. Yeah, obviously. But, like, this this story, like, just straight up convinced me never to use the bathroom in public. Like, I will never, like, I'll hold it in the whole time I'm out. So, it was like fifth grade and I just had to go poo and I, yeah. I went to the bathroom and I was and it was just normal like like a normal like bathroom trip normal session yeah normal session <laughs> and then um, one of my friends walks in and he doesn't know it's me pooping but he knows I'm there or not that like he knows someone's there yeah, yeah. and he's like it's all like dead quiet it's just me and him and he's like you taking a shit? <laughs> and I'm like, I didn't respond because I, I like, I just didn't say anything. Yeah. It's like, hey, you taking a shit? So he jumps on top of the, oh my god, on the stalls, and he starts shaking it oh as hard as he god. can. And I like literally like my knees and my thighs were like That's shaking. So sad. Oh my god! And he, How like, old were you? 
I was like fifth grade. Oh my god. <laughs> and so and I didn't know what it was. So this dude is just in there and he's like, You take this shit and he just shakes as hard as he can and then he so doesn't do anything. Doesn't go in the stalls. That's good. And then he just leaves the He really just, wanted to know if someone was pooping. Yeah. And, just, and, and that's your friend, so like at lunch you're like, What's up, man? Yeah, and <laughs> I'm yeah. Well, I told him like when I got out and I'm like Yo, someone, like, when I was taking a shit, like, someone was shaking on the stalls, and he was like, oh, that was me. <laughs> oh, my God. And I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> and like, he's can like, you fucking not? Yeah, yeah it's like, bro, brother. I'm just trying to poop. And he's like, don't poop. And so now I just don't use the bathroom <laughs> so in public. Now you just don't you poop. I hate it. it That's just, horrible. Boys' bathrooms are awful. Especially sure. when I was, I, oh, my God. Me. When I played football, it was rough. That does did play me. I did play. It was rough. I was a cheerleader. So was I. Oh were you on freshman or JV freshman year? I was freshman. Oh, that's how. We all were football yeah. cheerleading freshman year. <laughs> we, um, the stalls, like, I mean, the coaches were obviously trying to make sure we weren't complete idiots, but that didn't help. So yeah. everyone was just a complete jackass. There was times where the same thing happened, but not to me, but to someone else. And he was just he was just so like done with it he walked out butt naked and he's like this is what you wanted to see and he's and my locker is right in front of the stalls so i turn around and you i just, just see a butt ass naked yeah and dude. he's like this is what you wanted to see and everyone's just like what are you doing oh and, my god and then i think Who this was, was like name drop i'm we'll not dropping his name we'll cut, we'll cut it, it out. out we'll cut it out <gasps> there's a second one it was like a couple weeks before the end of the year you know how varsity like gets ready and stuff and yeah. they get ready like when during our games and for some reason one of the like o-line on varsity just decided to rip the hinges on off the all the doors in the bathroom oh. and so he was doing this to each one and then he ended up on the last one and he didn't realize someone was behind there so when he ripped it off one of the running backs was there just taking a poop and he's just there and he has to finish taking it and then but like there's no nothing blocking it who was it Again, oh, I don't even remember people. his name. Oh. But he played yeah. basketball when I was a freshman. Yeah, the those lockers were rough, those bathrooms. But I have not used, like, a bathroom in public in forever. Just traumatized. I, yeah, I, so. I can't deal with it. I think the last time I was camping in Yosemite, mm. and I made sure I was the only one. It was, like, 3 o'clock in the morning. That's you smart. waited until 3 o'clock in the morning. Oh, I woke up in the middle of the night, and I'm like... Oh, fuck! I can't hold this. <laughs> and I'm not I, like I'm there for like three days. I'm not holding this. Yeah, um, for yeah. Days. Yeah, that was that was the last time though. I can't deal with it. Well, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I know it's like it's, it's, it's traumatic. But <laughs> we're unloading. We're unloading all space. our trauma today. It's great. Yeah, safe space. Here's your therapy session. Why can't you shit in public? Yeah, in maybe I'll talk to my therapist. Be like, I can't poop in public. Uh, right. Like, interesting. I don't think I was ever tra- had a traumatic event. I just can't poop in public. I, I had a, tra- a traumatic drowning event. Drowning? I had, okay. I had one where I should have drowned. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, because in last episode, I said my favorite show was H2O, Just yeah. Add Water. Right. And it was my favorite show when I was, like, 10 or 11 years old. And I really wanted to be a mermaid. Right. I just really wanted that dream. We so, played mermaids a month ago? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But I really wanted one, and I just really, I wanted a tail. I wanted the full experience. Mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah. I had this friend who also liked H2O, and we made our own tails. But I think that you would usually use, like, a thin fabric, one that wouldn't, like, sink in water. We used thick sweatpants, 
as our mermaid tails and cover them in puffy paint to, like, decorate them. When you have wearing wet sweatpants in a pool, it really weighs you down. But so of course, tied to your body. Yeah, and they were, like, tied the sweatpants. I should have drowned. Why didn't you? I think we were just in the shallow end, and I, oh. we recognized that it was weighing us down. We were like, we probably shouldn't be wearing these in the water. Was your mom there? I don't think so. I, I don't think. I think it was literally just the two of us alone at the pool. We were like, this isn't good. <laughs> <laughs> well, good judgment on you guys. I think disaster almost happened that day. Thank you. <laughs> I almost drowned in the bay. Um, I was there with my friend, and... We were pretty tall for our age, so uh, we we met this one kid for, like, a brief second. I think at the end of the day, he was probably special needs because he didn't want to talk to us, but he wanted to, like, follow us. Mm. Um, so he followed us a little too far because he couldn't reach where we could, and then he decided to uh, just start drowning me. So he basically <laughs> climbed my body and got onto my shoulders, but in all of the chaos, I went too far back, so I could no longer yeah. stand up either. And I was under there for a long time. Oh like a long like I held my breath as long as I could, so you have to think that's probably like a minute and a half. Yeah. And then I was choking on the water and then I closed my eyes to die. Oh my um, god. What ended up happening? <laughs> you just weren't prepared. Yeah, what ended up happening was my friend finally got him off me, put her foot on his stomach and kicked him as far out as she could. The lifeguard went and got him, she carried me in and then I choked on water for like oh a god. whole day. Like oh, I was like choking. I almost died. That's so <laughs> Fun. <laughs> it, was, it was to the point you accepted it. You were right. accepting you're death like, at that moment. The fact like, that I like could no longer hold my breath. Yeah, you're like it's like, gonna happen now. Yeah, <laughs> that's scary. Yeah. I I have a pretty close one. I went to like Solana Beach. Like, I love it. Yeah, Solana Beach is amazing. But it was like it was uh like mid 2020. Uh huh. And. Mm. We were just out because, like, we had nothing to do. And there was nothing to do. You were breaking yeah. the quarantine rules. Obviously. Wow. <laughs> I've broken it a couple times. Not wearing times. your masks? Oh, I brought my mask. In the water. Well, While you oh, were no, no. <laughs> On the way there. And then they were like, dude, you're such a fucking pussy. I'm like, bro, I'm just, I'm not I'm trying to be that. safe, man. Yeah, I'm yeah. just, I'm good. And so we get in the water. And clearly being the, the idiot I am, I'm like, what if we just fucking go through the waves and, like, through the currents? Because that's what we just do. Yeah. And we were there, it was like four of us, and we keep doing it, and it's just fine, whatever, it's like nice, it's a good day, and then the current was pushing us left, and it pushed us like a mile down <laughs> from where we, where we oh were, like, you know, like the cliffside on the left? Yeah. We ended up all the way over there, and we had to walk like 15 minutes back. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. It's the walk of shame. 15 just minute like... mile? Yeah, um, it was, I mean... We were like, I was like hunched over, like I was like, I was, like, like I was walking a fifteen minute mile in high yeah. school. Same, I was always the last one to No, the but like, well, I mean, it felt way longer than that. It was just, yeah. it was so rough. Like we got out, and I'm like, there's water coming on my nose, oh and my there's God, like I was two, so defeated. Yeah, we're like. I was like, I don't know if I want to go in the water again. And then you got to walk up that huge hill, too, to get back to the it parking sucks. lot. It's so steep. That I don't know walk, if I've been there before. It's so awful. Yeah, it's, it's, it's rough. a tough walk. Yeah, and then I was like, I don't want to go to this fucking beach again. <laughs> and then the next day we went back. I was just like, all right, I, I just Gotta face your fears. I just won't do that again. That's funny. But yeah, that was, that's been, like, the closest yeah. I'm trying to think. I don't think I've ever had any like serious almost drowning moments, except for the mermaid, the mermaid. when I came to my. I mean, senses. you really were pushing it with that though. I was. All right, so that's all we have for you guys this week. Thank you so much for listening. We 
appreciate it a lot and make sure to rate the podcast on spotify follow us on instagram and tiktok at the pool potty and if you post about our podcast tag us on anything and we'll send you a sticker we just got them made yeah and they're cute they Look are at our really instagram. cute we posted them they're super cute so we hope you guys have a great weekend and we will see you next week potty people yeah, yeah. we're doing that part again no. that was not the energy that we <laughs> need right, no just end it right there <laughs>